Welcome to Live the Fuel. Welcome to Live Welcome the Fuel. To Live the Fuel. Focusing on health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So today, I am bringing on a gentleman that, I, once again, I am just keep meeting people through networking, and uh, we had a past co-host who got me connected to this guy. This guy ended up adding me into his uh, Facebook community. I think I've added him into my Facebook community, uh, but real quick background on this gentleman, uh, besides the fact that he lives in a very beautiful, sunny place, um, you know, he's a regular guy, man. He's a husband. He's a father. Uh, he's a retired Army medic. He's uh, from the Department of the Army Operations Specialist. He's, got, he's a podcast host of the Men of Abundance podcast. I love that word, abundance. But he was born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona. For you guys who follow the show regularly, I fought wildfire out there, so I know Arizona well. And he joined the Army to travel the world, you know, and escape what was clearly a destructive lifestyle, and I can't wait to dig into that because I think each of us in our lives have gotten a little destructive, whether we liked it or not. Uh, but this gentleman has traveled to 23 countries, five <laughs> continents. I mean, he, he and his family have lived in Panama, Germany, Arizona, Texas, North Carolina, and as I hinted, currently lives in Hawaii. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Wally Carmichael. Scott, man, it is truly my pleasure and honor to be here talking with you, man. I'm feeling extra abundant, just you know, fired up <clears> and <throat> having you on the show, man. We've been uh, staying in touch over the social media. <laughs> yeah, and that's the effect I want to have on people, man. Yeah. Redefining abundance and t- showing you just exactly what it really means and can mean in your life. Well, it, it's it's powerful because like I, I told this to somebody the other day, like, man, you're on social media a lot. And I said, yeah. I was like, so what do you mean by that? <laughs> and they said, <laughs> And they said, well... I just noticed you're on a lot. I was like, okay. what's your point? And he said, well, I don't know. I just want to point that out, I guess. I was like, thanks. I was like, so I was like, are, are you enjoying it? He said, well, yeah, most of your stuff's pretty crazy. He's like, I can't even keep up with your lifestyle. He's like, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing a charity event, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, so it's all good, right? And he said, well, yeah, I guess so. And I said, okay, well, so would you rather have me sharing a bunch of negative, you know, uh, self-destructive crap, which a lot of people are on social media or complaining and whining, or mm-hmm. is it cool if I continue trying to change the world one one post at a time? And he's like, oh, I never really thought about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to share that with you real quick because I'm sure you've, you've experienced some of this because you and I are very, very active in the online space. Yeah, absolutely. I'm on just about every platform out there and have tried to others. And, you know, you got the, the trolls out there and the haters and stuff. But when you break it down, just like you just did, Scott, I mean, they're, they're like, okay, yeah. I mean, I can either post, you know, two girls fighting in the front yard and ripping each other's hair out, or I can post, you know, somebody else doing amazing things. And generally I post a few things about my own life, but I really love lifting up other people and posting what they got going on in life. Like stuff that you're posting. I repost that on Twitter, on Facebook. Those are my primary channels, but I absolutely love lifting others up and showing other people. I just posted a four-star general who started his first job as a uh, bag boy in Germany. And he went back to that same place where he had that first job. And the guy who trained him some 30 years ago is still working there training other baggers. Get out. And, and he bagged and the general sat there and bagged groceries for about an hour for other airmen and soldiers. And it was just amazing to see. And he's, you know, had a great conversation with the guy. So I like posting stuff like that. You know? That's pretty cool. I was one of my first jobs. Is that right? I'm not kidding you, man. I, I mean, 
I, I lived on a farm and I, I actually went and worked at a dairy farm from like, you know, 14 to 16. Then I got my license so I can actually go a little bit further. And then I ended up getting a job at a grocery store chain called Lanco back in the day it was here. And it's, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I was a cart pusher and a bagger for my very, very first, uh, you know, on the books job, I guess you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've done many jobs, but I haven't actually done that one. I've done, I've done it as kind of a volunteer. We would do it as fundraisers in the military, sure. go to the local commissary and you know, whatever we bagged, we got to, you know, keep the, the, the tips and whatnot and go into the unit fund and whatnot. But um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, I mean, you never know. It, that's why I, I crack up with people sometimes like, Hey, if you're lucky enough to have only one job or career or, or business your entire life, um, Actually, I'll correct myself. I'm not sure if that's lucky or not, uh, mm. because you're not really experiencing a breadth of life experience. And I've been around the block. I've had, I've worn many hats, and I'm only 39. So, and I, at first, I used to be concerned myself years ago. I'm like, am I lacking focus? You know, what, what, where am I going with my life and stuff like that? And then eventually, once you you go through enough self development and you realize that this is life and you're living it. And if you choose, mm-hmm. if you realize that you're not enjoying what you're doing and you want to try a different hat on freaking go for it, man. Like that's what life's about. We should be taking those risks and taking those challenges and like yourself choosing to move around look at the world, not just around mm-hmm. the country, around the world. <laughs> that's yeah. not easy for a lot of people to even fathom. Oh yeah, absolutely. To relocate your family. I mean, I literally moved in 25 years, my family and I moved every three to four years that was relocated to another state or country within the state. We would often move two to three different times just because of, you know, we didn't like the area we were in the schools. Number one priority is always the school. So that's the first thing we look for. Put the kids yeah, first. I mean, yeah. Put the kids first, you know, and, and that's just the most important thing to us. And, but yeah, absolutely. That experience of relocating, even my boys, they're more well-rounded. You talk to these guys, even when they're young, Adults are like God, having a conversation with your seven-year-olds. Like, I'm just blown away because he knows so much stuff. And unfortunately, he hasn't traveled as much as my youngest one because he's been in Hawaii his entire life. Hmm. But the other two, the 22-year-old and the 18-year-old, one was born in Panama, the other one was born in Germany, and they've been all over the world with us. So, wow, I mean, they get it. <laughs> well, that's and that's actually pretty powerful too for a child. I mean, some people may look at that as like, oh, that's very stressful on a child, right? Because mm. they don't really have a sense of home or something like that. I'm like, you know, I moved around a lot as a kid too, not because mm. of military, but I always, nowadays I look at it I'm like, hey, home is where the heart is. I know that's kind of cheesy because people throw that around, but it's like, mm. if your parents are there, everybody's healthy and you're there on a holiday dinner, who cares if you grew up in that house or not? It's yeah. all about in the moment, right? Where the family is, everybody's safe, everybody's healthy. So you can make a home anywhere at any point in time. And if you have to move, you move, roll with it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to be said for folks who stay in one spot for a long time. You get to know the community and whatnot, but the military is a community and we just inherently take care of each other. You move into a new neighborhood, immediately people are coming over and saying, Hey, you know, if you need anything, I know your household goods aren't going to be in for a couple more weeks. Need any pots and pans? Don't go out and buy any. You know, we do that every time we move, buy new curtains, new pots and pans, new, you know, cleaning supplies. Just come let us know. We'll we'll hook you up, you know, in the time being. It sounds like it's kind of like a standard startup package, right? It's like, okay, man, (laughs) transplant, boom, here's your, here's your, here's your kit. I feel like somebody should market that. Like, hey, man, I'm I'm about to move across country around the world. Like, all right, I'm just going to drop ship your startup kit. Everything's just Mm going to roll right in. I mean, I know you guys have like those, um, I forget what what are the stores on the bases called? Yeah, the PX. It, It depends on what 
branch you're in. It's either a PX, but basically a post exchange. Yeah. So, which is long story short, just a giant grocery store slash department store. Like it's kind of everything all in one, right? Well, the the px is more of like a like a kmart if you will that happens to be on post it's afis it's army air force for army and air force it's army air force uh yeah army air force exchange is what it is gotcha um and then for the navy it's the navy exchange but Hmm. it's basically like a kmart and some of them have a little bit of food kind of like a kmart does but then we have a separate commissary which is just all of our groceries the commissary is the grocery store okay correct I'm yeah. trying to remember all the terms because I've, you know, <laughs> I've talked to a few military people in my day and I'm like, all right, well, I'm, you know, there's a verbiage, right? It's protocol. There's all this different vernacular you have to learn, different acronyms. Um, right. And as a side note, we joke about this all the time. You can go get on post. You just got to go show your ID and stuff like that and, you know, to the gate up there and get your insurance and all that kind of stuff, registration for your vehicle. But do not try to get into that commissary. You will not get into that commissary. Really? I'm telling you right now, those people that are at that front door, if you don't have a military ID and they, they check those. Because there's been history of people, especially overseas, where folks will lend each other's IDs to each other or stuff like that, so they can go in and get some, you know, those high dollar items, diapers, and yeah. Oh, stuff because like that. because yeah. obviously things are trying to be subsidized, and make things more affordable for the active military. Correct. So general general Joe public is gonna be like, hey man, you know, let, let me your ID. I'll, you know, I want to save a few bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Cigarettes, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, I get it. Sure. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish they didn't discount cigarettes. Just me being the mm. health nut. I'm like, okay, me too. you, you know me what? Both. You want to discount diapers. That's cool. But let's go big picture on that. I mean, and, and yeah. actually, I mean, just coming from that abundance mindset, I mean, the whole pay it forward community, which is your tagline on your website, but it's like back to, and, and another tag on your site, which I love I'm throwing out right now is like uh, enhancing your mindset to get you the relationships, income, and life you know you deserve. So it's like when I see little platforms or, or systems in place, like we, we were just talking about, I'm like, are we really enhancing their mindset the right way where it's like, okay, we're just going to discount everything. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Like who's overseeing that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, 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 a health, yeah. healthy mindset also comes back to a healthy body. That's how I look at that. Mm-hmm. So if I want the life that I know I deserve, I would expect to also be a super healthy person being mm-hmm. active military. But I, I've heard all kinds of stories. Everybody, a lot of people justify it as well. It's stressful. I need to go smoke a cigarette for stress. So I'm like, or you just go to a yoga class. I mean, there's lots of other options to de-stress. I don't know. Can you talk to any of that? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're always doing, you know, we're always in, depending on the organization you're in, <clears throat> they're definitely more stressful than others, mm-hmm. depending on the time frame of that organization, and whatnot. But I work at Triple Army Medical Center and within MedCom, the medical command, all medical centers are smoke-free campuses. Awesome. Now, that being said, there are certain areas where they do recognize that people are going to smoke. So they have them set off to the side, one or two different locations where they can smoke. Now, I'll tell you, my tripler is is attached to the veterans to the VA hospital. Okay, you're not telling them old dudes not to smoke, man. Oh hell no! I mean, no, I mean, there's. I also yeah. respect the fact you got to respect your elders, especially yeah. elders who have been active in war, multiple wars. Yes. It's like, uh, yeah, you're not telling them what to do. Yeah, you're not telling them <laughs> what to do. So they got their little smoking area, but you know, the military in medcom specifically is trying to lead the way in a smoke, you know, smoke-free environment. And there's a lot of other initiatives that we may get into here that uh, the military really tries to be the forefront of that. They've banned certain um, supplements and stuff from, let me rephrase that. There are no banned supplements in the military, Hmm. but what they've done is they've 
um, not allowed certain within the PX within the post exchange, they've allowed certain things to not be sold in the PX. Now in the, within the PX, there's a GNC and they have all kinds of stuff in there that they sell. Oh. So over the course of time, they've tried to ban certain like um, these energy drinks yeah, because no offense, like I will never step foot into a GNC again. I've talked about this multiple times. But again, yeah. they've got the marketing and the branding power to say, well, we're bigger than everybody. So they can convince the government and say, oh, well, we're, they got to be the right partner, right, yeah. to try and get our people healthy. But the problem is, I can speak to this, GNC does not do any research or reinforcement mm-hmm. into what they're putting on the shelf. It's just a lot of white-labeled crap and relabeling and the sourcing of the ingredients is right, isn't right and it, unfortunately, I was one of those people years ago. I didn't know any better. I just mm-hmm. assumed that, well, it's GNC. They're everywhere. Yeah. I can trust them. So, yeah. And the government allows it, you know, so it's, it must be good, you know, 100%. I, it drives me nuts every time I see a GNC and they're in every single PX. Oh, yeah. And, and I walk by and I know you're a Sogenics guy. I'm a Beachbody guy. Yeah. I, you know, I, I've done it for years. I've done the research on various supplements and I'm like the stuff that you guys are putting in your body is not what it's marketed to do. They're great marketers. And until you become self-educated, we don't know. And like, yeah. I mean, cause I've had, a, I had a past episode on buddy. Mine's an ER doctor here where I live. And, uh, he's also a beach body guy. So it's funny. I was like, listen, we need to sit down at Starbucks and you and I, uh, we could prove to the world that isogenics people can talk to isobody, uh, people. Mm-hmm. I was like, cause this, this is a big picture. We need to start yeah. educating people that listen, you got a good platform. I got a good platform. You got good ingredients. I got a good ingredients. Uh, the stores like vitamin shop and GNC do not. Okay. Exactly. That is a retail storefront. Okay. So mm-hmm. all the extra overhead and costs it takes to cover those stores, those, that marketing, those uh, commercials, everything is just more dollars being removed from proper ingredient research, design, etc. cetera. So, yeah. uh, so I can, yeah. I can support you and reinforce you, sir. <laughs> yeah. We can sit and have this conversation for days. And I, I feel the same way. You know, the whole thing about the, the network marketing industry, there are so many people out there that are so passionate about their company. And I absolutely love to see that, sure. but not when it's to the extent that you're willing to, beat up somebody else because of what they align with in their mind and, and where they're at in life. Well, I'm a business I'm professional. Beginning. I teach people yeah. that. I'm like, guys, like there's plenty of people out there to help. Don't, don't yeah. worry about it. Don't do ne- never talk. And this is a sales and marketing one-on-one lesson. Like never, mm-hmm. ever turn down or, or negatively uh, speak about your competitor. You could right. just say, listen, you know what? Yeah, that's a good company too, but here's why you mm-hmm. want to work with me. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like you don't need to bash the other company. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. a lot of people do that. They get, they fall into that trap of the competitive game. You know, I want to, I need to compete against you. And it's like, guys, you're never going to win that battle. Mm-hmm. You should be spending time focusing on what that person in front of you needs, what they're looking for and how you can help them. Don't and here's the way I look at it. I get people constantly contacting me. Uh, now for me on with Beachbody, I'm not as much of a business builder sure. as I was years ago. I've been associated with them for eight, nine years. I've worked out with Sean T. I've met him. I've met all those folks, Tony Horton and stuff. And it's a really cool experience. But when somebody comes to me and says, Hey, I want you to check out my company and do this. It's like, look, you're coming to me. Like I'm a married man. You, let's say you're female, if this is a female come to me and you're mm-hmm. saying, I'm better than your wife, come hang out with me, divorce your wife, let's get married. Right. That's the, that's what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm like, don't do that. And it's, people do the same thing with religion as well. It's just not a, not an attractive I, thing to do. I agree. It's like, um, yeah, has my, I mean, and we're not going to 
dwell on this subject. We don't need to because it's not really why we do our podcast, right? But this, right. this is a, let's be real. We're being transparent. Yeah. It's a part of who yeah. we are. You and I, through different platforms and different businesses, have helped people over the years with health and wellness, okay? Yeah. And maybe a little business on the side. But not everybody wants that, and that's cool. At least mm-hmm. I have aligned myself and I've chosen to align myself with something that I know I can trust and rely on. That's it, right. you know? So yeah, Perfect. and I agree with you. Like I had a bigger business team built up, but since I have other businesses and, and I do consulting and everything else going on, I'm sorry, I'm just not going to be 100% isogenics guy. I've, I realized that years mm-hmm. ago. I'm like, I'm, it's always going to be one of my side income streams because I love helping people get health healthy. That's it. And if people want to work with me, great but I'm not going to dwell on it. And I'm not going to yeah. sit there and chase people like, oh, you should leave that company. I'm like, you know what? I just tell people, like, cool, man. All right, I wish you luck with that. Uh, if you ever were looking for a better team to work with, I'm here for you. But as long as they keep kicking ass and taking names and you're having fun and you love that and, and their ingredients stay proper and their products stay pure and clean, keep doing what you're doing. So yeah. that's 100%. it. 100%. <laughs> I, I've had people try and get me to come over to that Thrive company. I'm like, no, yeah. no dude. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't use magic patches. I, I actually yeah. focus on oh, things I can consume, but that's yeah. again, we're not, we're not, we're not talking down the competition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, let's be real. This is about the bigger picture, right? Let's get back on point here. Let's do that it. abundance mindset, right? You and I have some common ground here. We would work with separate companies as far as healthy network marketing companies, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't matter. The point is we have these different elements of our lives that we have, added in over the past few years that have helped us grow the mindset piece. Cause I joke around all the time that my company helped me become an entrepreneur. Like the whole isogenics thing, it wasn't just, yeah, I got healthier and I was able to help other people get healthier. And yeah, there was, it was fun having the side income stream and stuff too. But I realized I'm like, Holy crap. It was like a self-development company. I was like, really? I was like, I really partnered with a company that has great healthy products, but it's actually a mindset and a self-development company. Every time I went to an event, I came out like high on, high on life and all these new ideas to improve my mindset and do self and professional development. I don't know about you. It sounds like you probably have the same thing, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. But mine started many, many years ago, man. I was an Amway distributor for five years when I was in Germany. Oh, you're old and school. Okay. I'm old school, brother. Wow. I used to go door to door, man. I used to be in the PX or the local mall and saying, Hey, what's your name? How you doing? You know, the five, you know, family, you know, all that kind of stuff, yeah. get, break them all down. And I'd just get some phone numbers and then call them later. We'd all sit around as a team on Sunday and call everybody, put my suit on after work and go knock on, you know, go show the plan, you know? And, um, but you're absolutely spot on any of these companies. They're really personal growth companies disguised as a fitness company, disguised as a travel company, disguised as a candle makeup, you name it company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anybody who wants to has any fear of talking to people, think they're not a salesperson, think they want to be a salesperson. I would say one of the best things to do is get to just get on a good team with a quality company and just start learning what they're thinking and reading what they're reading, doing what they're doing, because yeah, it gets a negative connotation because people get so excited about their company and their product and they just get overzealous and they don't do it the right way. Well, because, um, and it happens to everybody and maybe probably yeah. you and I, uh, when we first found that type of stuff, cause we didn't know any better. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, 
Oh, absolutely. It's exciting to, you find something that's just different, right? Whether you work for the government or you work for a job, you know, a regular J-O-B, you know, just over broke, um, it's, <laughs> you know, it's like you're used to just having to go to work. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. now I could do this from anywhere. And I have amazing products or solutions or services. Like you said, there's companies out there that do travel and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, guys, like, yeah, it's like if you're a travel junkie, then maybe a health and well, I mean, I truly think that a health and wellness solution company, like whether it's yours or mine is right for everybody because everybody should be getting healthier. But if you mm-hmm. really geek out on travel, then you should probably be partnering with a travel company that has very, very good, um, we'll just say ethics <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and helps you fuel that fire, you know, for the passion you have, whether it be travel or like you said, health and wellness or, yeah. or building business or building teams whatever mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about here is like you know what at least open your eyes and your ears to other platforms out there because the average person who's working a regular nine to five job or the third shift you know whatever there's no self-professional development in there they're going to train you and teach you enough to do your job that's mm-hmm. it and i know because i used to be coaching and developing people in the corporate world and we did just enough to help them succeed in that job in that career in that company it wasn't mm-hmm. bigger than that. Yeah, that's absolutely true in most cases, for sure. And the other thing that I will say, uh, one thing that I'll say about the whole industry, as far as any type of business that you get into, is be careful how they're selling it. Because here's mm-hmm. here's the reason why I got into this whole abundance thing, was for many years, uh, the reason why I got started with Amway was because within three months, I was supposed to be making $100,000 a year, you know, and so on. And, you know, they, they bashed the job and they bashed all this, the way I was, my way of life. And I thought, you know, the way they sold it, I was like, that sounds great to not work and make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm -hmm. That'd be amazing. Right. And I did that for many, many years. And my wife was always like, Wally, what are you chasing? Why, you know, you got everything you need right here. And she said it over and over again. Then it was about three or four years ago. Now I just made this realization. I have a very healthy family. My job's been great to me. I retired from the military two and a half years ago. Uh, I live in Hawaii. I've been in Hawaii for almost eight years at this point. Right Mm -hmm. now, I walk across the street. I'm on the beach. And I have this amazing life that most people dream of and never realize in their entire lives. And I just realized that I'm living this life of abundance. And I bring all that up because the thing you got to realize is I was always saying, well, when I make a hundred thousand dollars a year, which I make over that now with all my income streams and my job and everything else, um, when I get there or when I get to seven figures, I'm going to be able to do this, this, and this, or I'll get, I'll, I'll hang out with my kids more when I get to this, when I, you know, get to this level financially. And I just realized you don't need that. You can do that at any income level. And all the people that I talk to are men of abundance. Look at somebody like, like Chris Gillibo, who's traveled to every single country in the world. And he did that that initially. Yeah. And he did that initially by hanging out in Africa, doing some humanitarian work. Mm -hmm. Right. And he did most, he was had 80 countries in before he even started his blog Yeah, and started making money while he was traveling type of stuff. So there's just so many stories out there and so much proof that you don't need a six and seven figure income to live a life of abundance. You just got to change your, you got to enhance, not change, enhance your mindset. 
Yeah, and actually, while you're saying that, I'm actually going to bring up uh, your site and do a little screen share for our video people. Uh, but again, guys, to our listeners, menofabundance.com. But right there, he's talking about enhancing your mindset, as, as I already said, to get you the relationships, the income, and the life you know you deserve. As, but again, the, what Wally just said here is, dude, you know, you can embrace that now. Um, stop doing the when game, as you were hinting at, when this, when mm-hmm. that. It's like, guys, like, I, got, I love the fact that if you scroll down a little bit on your site, you know, men of abundance, reject the scarcity mindset. And the scarcity mindset, I find, is being brought up a lot, a lot more nowadays by a lot of public speakers, a lot of mindset people, because I think it's because we want everything now that one of the unfortunate negative side effects of that is you, everybody is living in the scarcity mindset. Could you talk a little bit about that from you, from your inspiration behind men of abundance, like why you decide to throw that right on the homepage? Yeah, absolutely. Because the opposite of abundance is scarcity. Mm -hmm. And that's true in everything in life. So as we were just talking about earlier, and we'll kind of stay on that subject because it's fresh, is the difference between our companies. Mm -hmm. There are so many people out there that need help. And I don't care how they get help, as long as they align with something that um, they feel is going to help them. And and we're talking about their physical um, condition, their health and fitness. And I really don't care. And even within my company. If somebody wants to go with another coach or something like that, I'm like, perfect. Let me introduce you to them because I want you to get help. More is going to come to me. And here's what happened when I made that abundance mindset, when I, when I enhanced my mind and started making the abundance, getting away from the scarcity and and bringing on this abundance mindset so much more that was actually already in my circle. It was near me. I wasn't able to see it because I had this scarcity mindset. I was like, I got to get all this. I got to get all this. Once I started giving it out and I started paying more attention to my immediate family, paying more attention to friends, paying more attention to business owners who weren't even aligned with me, I'd meet somebody and say, you got to know this guy. Next thing that happened was people started introducing me, people to me and putting people in my life that could help me get where I wanted to go. And so much more started coming into my life and it was noticeable immediately and it just keeps growing it just keeps continuing like that i love you bringing that up because uh one of the side effects of growing the podcast is i already you know get a little high off of the networking fun like i i use the power of linkedin and facebook and things like that to try and get people interconnected it's not just trying to grow my friends list um and now one of the side effects of launching a plug a podcast that continues to grow is that even I might not have, you know, a half a million downloads yet, right? It's not about the number, but the power of bringing on amazing co-hosts. And that's why I designed my show this way, like yourself, bringing people like yourself on is that as I get to know you guys more with our listeners, I actually get to get, it's like sitting down for a cup of coffee or you're out having a great conversation. It's like, we're literally listening to each other right now, learning more about each other's lives. And then even if it doesn't happen right here, right now, I know in the next 24, 48 hours, I'm like, oh, you know what? I need to get that person connected with so-and-so. Or, you know what? So-and-so mm-hmm. would be great to go on Wally's show. And I've already been doing that now. It's, I've actually set one of my new goals is every co-host I come on, I have to find a way to get them connected to somebody. And it's usually a past co-host uh, because you never know how it's going to help feed people. I've had authors on. I've had you know PhDs, biologists. It's like so people who give a crap about health and wellness. Great, I've got mm-hmm. some some people with way more influence and way more knowledge than I have that I could potentially right. help bring on get get on somebody else's show to reinforce the value of that subject. For example, 
And it's not, it's, that way it's not me like holding them captive. Like, hey, yeah, I've got all their phone numbers and emails because of my onboarding system. So that's a private network. I have a database now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I could be selfish and hold on to that. Or I say, great, I have everybody's emails. Why can't I just send a quick email saying, hey, so-and-so, hey, so-and-so, you guys should chat, and here's why. And then I, I, I walk away. That's it. If they happen to respond, great. I hope they do. But that's the power mm -hmm. of what you and I are doing here online is that if, if we continue to build success in this abundance mindset, I'm not worried about keeping that database on lockdown. If anything, like you should hint it out, that database is going to grow because I've helped other people get connected to other people and that's going to keep going. And I truly believe the universe will bring that back to me and my Absolutely. audience. Yeah. 100% all day long. Didn't you recently have a conversation with Cole Hatter? Yeah. I finally got him on, man. I've had, I, we were joking around on the show because he's like, you've had 16 thrive related podcasts. So I was like, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, what? Before we hit record, he's like, I don't understand how you didn't get me on yet. It's like, Cole, I reached out to you two to three times minimum Actually, probably more like five in, in the private Facebook community. And he's like, mm -hmm. well, it's not like I'm the president or anything. And I was like, well, this was the first time that I, I finally messaged him privately on Instagram. I've never done that. I usually tweet. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, listen, who do I got to reach out to to get you on? I've brought on like half your audience. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, oh, well, reach out to my assistant. Let's get it scheduled. And within a week, he was on the show. And this goes, awesome. this goes back to the power of sale, the sales and marketing thing. I always tell people, like, treat it like a sale. You can't just like follow up three times and then give up. You just got to keep going, man. I, he just got yeah. added into my roster of follow-ups. <clears throat> so yeah, we finally got to sit down and have a great episode. And that's, that's live already earlier this week. But yeah, Cole Hatter, yeah, man. That's where I heard it. And I'll tell you what, here's, here's something else for your listeners that are you know trying to get connected with influencers. Here's how, you, here's how you get connected with people like Cole Hatter. You find out who controls their calendar. That was it. But I'll have to tell you, and in his case, it's Sonia. It's his wife. Well, he didn't connect me to Sonia though. Right. But that's what happened with me. Oh. Somehow, some way, I don't know how, because of our, our inner, our, our inner connection with something. Sonia shot me a, a Facebook message. Cause I have no women on my Facebook page. Okay. Only women that you'll see on my Facebook that are friends, yeah. there's followers, but our, our friends are uh, family members. Mm -hmm. So Sonia, when I get a, a message, you know, it says you have a Facebook, um, a messenger request. Right. Sometimes I'll look at them. Use the time I just delete them, and for some reason I looked at it and I opened it up and I said, "Wait a minute, I know that last name." Yeah. Because I already knew about Cole, and and I, and she sent me this. Oh, I'll read the message anyway, and it's usually it wasn't like obviously a pickup line. Hey, I want you to give me a call type of thing, <laughs> um, but it was like, "Hey, my husband's Cole Header. He wants to, you know, I need, I want to get him on your show," and I was like. Oh my God, are you kidding me? That's so pretty cool. I, I, yeah. And so that was, that was how him and I got connected. And then, um, but it took a little bit for us to get connected because of our calendars because he was putting thrive together and everything as a matter of fact, and thrive in this case is his thrive, thrive conference, which you've been matter. to a couple of times, man. Yeah. Making money matter. Amazing, amazing story. But I, I say that because, you know, and then from that, just from that connection, I got so many other connections because they're just, hugely abundant people they brought up um the um goodness not i'm gonna draw a blank on their names um the barely's yeah um, uh nicholas had, bailey and his and his uh nicholas yeah his wife yeah nicholas and his wife i had both of them on the show yep they've been and on he nicholas has been on my yeah. show yep yeah great 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 folks great guys with the billion dollar body well it's funny there we go there's the list of all of the people i've had on that i met thanks to thrive 
Awesome. So yeah, because you've had on a bunch of the speakers. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, the most yeah. recently, right before Cole Hatter, I aired John Spencer Ellis. So yeah. and he spoke Sweet. right, and then yeah, yeah. I had on uh, people like Tommy Baker. You already said Nicholas. Um, Ellery Wells, uh, PJ Dixon, who's going to be a speaker this year. He was on. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, and the, here's the best part at the end of thrive last year, at the end of the, uh, you know, end of the event, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm hanging out, I'm networking. We're just relaxing. Everybody's like, Hey man, we're going to go down and grab a bite, you know, a late, late night dinner. I sat down with Cole and his wife and the whole inner circle and had dinner with them. And I still took this long to get him on my freaking show. <laughs> what the heck, man? I was like, am I screwing something up here? I was like, dude, mm -hmm. we literally broke bread. I mean, I'm not, no, I didn't eat bread, but I'm like the whole concept yeah, of breaking yeah. bread together. Like we mm -hmm. closed out the event together. Like how am I, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so sweet, that, that's pretty cool that Sonia actually reached out to you. So that's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I was, I was very humbled to say the least. Yeah. Now, are you making it to Thrive this year? I am not. In fact, you know, as you, you know, uh, Cole offered me a, a ticket. He offered me a seat. Wow. But yeah, I've got some stuff going on right now that I'm uh, relocating my family. This is the first is being told publicly, but I'm relocating my family. Um, I'm staying. We, we got some stuff going on. My family's going to be going hanging out in Florida for a little while, and I'm going to hang out here wow. for a couple more months to get some stuff done. We're doing some split ops. Nothing outside of the norm for my family after, you know, but although it's been two and a half years since we've been separated. Um, but yeah, we just got some, uh, some, she's got some stuff she wants to do with my boys in Florida. Cool. I'm just going to hang out here. Well, and that's pretty powerful that a family has <clears throat> built that fortitude to know that, hey, you know what? We can do that too. Like, right. Let's put the kids first. If stuff needs to get done for these guys in Florida, one mm -hmm. of us has got to take them there. And if, yeah, I mean, we got, so are you, are you actually going to consider leaving Hawaii altogether or no, this is just like a interim transition thing. No, eventually I'm going to join them down in Florida. Oh, wow. Where in Florida? Yeah, it's uh, Tampa area. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to try to link up with a, uh, uh, Chris Kermitos and a couple other yep. folks while I'm down there because they do their Tuesday podcast. Uh, yeah, and uh, and well, and Neil, I've had him on the show um, mm -hmm. uh, once or twice now. I think twice because Neil and I are speaking in a couple weeks at the Mid Atlantic Podcast Conference here outside mm -hmm. of Philadelphia. So, and Neil did all the production for Chris on that movie. So, um, are you familiar with Neil? Galate? I am. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. So again, we're all overlapped. So we are. And sometimes I, I talk to people. I'm like, when I get them on the show, I'm like, wait a minute, where, how do we get connected? Cause at this point I don't hardly reach out to most people. Well, do, um, do you know how you and I got connected? I, I don't. Cause remember. I had to take a second right before we got on today. Dan Marr. Oh yes. Out of, out of the UK. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah he yeah. brought you That's up right. while we were recording our episode and I got connected through Dan Marr uh, uh, because of Mark Askwith, who mm -hmm. helped co-found this podcasting platform that my website is on, the podcast websites right. that John Lee Dumas invested in. Mm -hmm. And I met Mark at last year's MapCon, Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference, where I met right. Neil. And, and so it's like all overlapping. And I forget what we were talking about, but he brought up a really cool guy that you had on your show. I don't know, the guy had a crazy story. And he's like, man, you got I got to get you connected to Wally because Wally's got this cool men of abundance thing. And I'm like, yeah, man, let's let's just hook it up. And then, mm -hmm. you know, it's been a little while since then. And you and I, you know, finally getting connected now. So it's yeah, that was a while ago because Mark, I, I'm one of the founding members of podcast websites. Oh, and and I'm not one of the founders or anything, but one of the initial members. Yeah. And uh, Mark's been on the show. Uh, he's been on the show, but him and I communicate quite often. And he got me in contact with Dan. Okay. There you go. See, there well, we go. And it's funny, actually. Now I remember how I got connected with Dan. 
um, I, or Mark had put a post in his excellence community right. about, Hey, you know, does anybody help anybody? And I'm like, yeah, man, if mm-hmm. I can help anybody get airtime and bring them on the podcast, here's my show. Cause I had a new show and all that. And that's how I got connected to Dan. And then Dan obviously brought you up. So that, there you go. Damn. So small <laughs> world. <laughs> Indeed. Um, well, so are you still on the platform? I am. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I've been, yeah. Cons- I've been considering, actually having a little redesign done because I designed my site myself on their platform. I'm considering going mm-hmm. back there and saying, you know what, maybe I'll actually pay their guys and see what they would do to do things differently. You know, I don't know. Yet. That's what I did. That's what I did. I started doing it myself. And then I was like, you know what, this is just taking too long because mm-hmm. I was learning. I, I absolutely am just crazy about learning this stuff, but it just, I just came to the realization that I already knew, look, I don't have, I don't, this is not important for me to learn. It's right. important for me to maintain, but not to build. So I just said, you know what, guys, here's, here's my money. Yeah. Go here's, here's my plan. Here's what I want. It took about what was taking me three to four months, took me a couple of weeks back and forth. And they just hooked me up, man. And I think it's, I get compliments on the site often. Well, and, it's interesting. You know, functionality. I, you know, this is a funny little story for, for our listeners, guys. Like what we're talking about right now is a classic example of the intro to entrepreneurship, right? <laughs> um, as an entrepreneur, especially a solopreneur, I'll use my boy Michael O'Neill's term, for, um, mm-hmm. but you can waste, or I should say, let me, well, invest or waste a lot of time trying to wear all the hats. And mm-hmm. because it, usually it's just you. And for me, I want, I already knew a little bit about podcast or not podcast, but basically WordPress. I'd already been working on a couple of sites for fun, just dabbling in it. And then I was using that knowledge to, um, start working on my, my girlfriend's businesses site. I'm actually, sorry, not fiance. Uh, but so podcast website made it easy. It was drag drop, et cetera. And they just helped me do a couple of turnkey things, but I never did go back and invest. And it's like, I'm like you right now where I was like, you know what, what is my time worth? Mm-hmm. And a lot of us look at those expenses. And it's like, Oh man, I got to pay a bunch of money out. But if you break it down, do you care if you're a master web editor designer using the podcast websites platform? No. No. So if you could outsource that and just pay somebody to do that for you and they're not raking you over the coals and maybe just a couple tweaks here and there, do it. Focus that Mm -hmm. extra time on making money. Or, you know, and building that abundance mindset, right? <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. So you sounds like you had that from right from the get-go. Yeah, and it was it, it went a little bit deeper. As I started looking into it, I wanted it to be all SEO friendly. I wanted it to be fast. And there were there's just things you don't know that you don't know. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to building these websites, unless your podcast is about building websites, then you want to say, hey, the website you're looking at is the website I built. I can do something similar for you. Uh, you know, you have no business building a website. Right. <laughs> but in the beginning, if you're bootstrapping, if you're, you know, you don't have a whole lot of cash to throw out it, you're either going to spend time or money. Right. Just be prepared for it. Well, like I said, big picture out of that, what you and I are talking about right now is what is your time worth to you? Mm-hmm. And you got it eventually for our listeners, guys, like this is part of that, whether you're a man or a woman trying to find that abundance mindset is that's one of the things I've had to learn over the years. Like I joke around, I call it the, uh, the freedom trifecta, which is, you know, you're looking for time, location, and financial freedom, right? Those three big picture items. So you have to start assigning a value. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's easy to assign it as a dollar value, but I mean, that's the world today, but it's like, okay, well, yeah. what is my time worth? Okay. Would I rather be working on my website or out on a mountain bike ride <laughs> right. or working yeah. on my website 
or having to edit. Like I, I don't even edit my my episodes. I I use a guy in Bosnia. Um, I outsource mm-hmm. to him, and he does the editing, and boom, 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 boom. We upload files back and forth, and I don't have to worry about sticking an intro and an outro on. Is it that hard? No. Do I want to do it? No. <laughs> so <laughs> I just have a guy do that for me, and he's not yeah. expensive at all because he's in Bosnia. So the U.S. dollar is powerful over there. So I don't mind yeah. paying him a couple of bucks because he appreciates those couple of bucks. That's how I look exactly. at it. Exactly. Yeah, I was in Bosnia for a couple months, but I need you to connect me with that guy or uh, somebody like that because that's my first thing. That's the I've been doing. I'm still doing everything after a year uh, of doing this and 112, 13 episodes posted at this point. But I've gotten to the, at first. I was that guy that would I would edit everything in the conversation as much as I could. You know, a little sound here and there. And now I'm just like, just let it go. Like we were talking about pre-show. It's like, this is a podcast. It's not a produced radio show. Personally, I don't listen to NPR podcasts. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to listen to NPR, I turn on the radio. There That's my take on it. And I know they're the top, they're only the top podcast out there because they got all the money that they, they already have millions. They already had a huge audience. They already had the audience. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When you already have an ex audience and a new, an audience that is a captive audience, when you launch something new, you're guaranteed a certain percentage of rollover. People are going to roll right mm-hmm. into that and check it out. Right. right. So yeah, of course they're going to crush us <laughs> mm-hmm. because yeah. they have that captive audience. But I agree with you. It's like, guys, podcasting is different. It's supposed to be intimate. Okay. If you, I can't stand over edited shows, uh, like, um, oh, what's the founder of LinkedIn, um, Reed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I know it. Blank on this full name, but Reed, uh, multi, multi-millionaire. Uh, but he launched his own, uh, podcast recently. It is so edited. I can't stand it. There's like sound effects and beeps and bloops. And I'm like, it's so distracting. I'm like, ah. Dude, just have the conversation, man. Uh, this mm-hmm. whole electronic, I get it. You're you're from the geeky IT techie world, but I'm like, I don't want to hear all that crap. But then granted, maybe he's not trying to, you know, connect with me. He's trying to connect with the people who like all the little bleeps and bloops. So cool. Mm-hmm. I will probably stop listening then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, but that's, yeah, we're geeking out about podcasting, but I'm glad you and I are on the same page. I've never done excessive editing. If people uh, swear, I allow it. Because that just means they got pretty fired up, right? They got pretty mm-hmm. energized, and I got the real person. We got the real energy coming out of them. And if people can't listen to my podcast because there's an occasional profane word, they're not my audience. Because I don't have the time, and I don't care to edit out people's passions. And, right. yeah, absolutely. I don't yeah. either. I had Billy Jean Shaw on the line, and I've heard him on other podcasts where he's been really reserved. But I knew who he was. I've been following Billy Jean for a very long time. And I knew who he was. And we had the kind, he said, you know, he started throwing out some F-bombs. And he's like, can I cuss? I was like, dude, this is a real show, man. This ain't radio. Yeah. And I'll just put the little E next to this episode. No worries, man. Yep. You know, and I throw, out, I throw out a couple here and there once in a while as well. I'm not, you know, doesn't make that big of a difference to me. But, um, but yeah, I just, I just like the real of it. I'm 90%, well, probably about 70 to 80% of my episodes, my conversations, I'm in my living room right now. But normally... I'm in the cab of my Toyota Tacoma mm-hmm. with the AC on looking at the ocean. It's just how I like to have my conversations with the guys I have conversations with. And if you listen real closely, you can hear a little rumbling sound in the background. Yeah. It, and it, it, I, I don't edit that out. I, I don't even know how to edit that out. I know somebody could. Dude, I, I watched a webinar to. to learn how to do that one time right before I launched the show. And then I realized the fact that I'm sitting here watching a 20 minute long webinar on how to filter this already tells me I'm not interested in this. So I really don't care. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just keep it real, man. Yeah. And you know, I'll definitely get connected. Middle you know how I found this guy? My last editor started his own podcast editing business and then he, uh, in the UK and he injured his eye and decided to shut the business down. He said it was overwhelming. And I said, okay, well, clearly you were not the entrepreneurial person because if you injured your eye or whatever, like it, this is the universe testing you, you, you got to go for it. So I think if he's listening, you know, again, I miss you, bro. I, I wish you would turn that business back on again, but uh, I think he's just doing his, uh, whatever the UK calls the version of their postal service. Like he's mm -hmm. the mail guy. So, you want to keep being I need a mail to guy. Connect him. I need to connect him with Tanner Gears. There you go. There you go. He's been a, he, he got, he went completely blind because of a car accident and he's freaking rocking it, man. He's out. Oh, he's not speaking blind. The whole bit. He's just well, like, no, not yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but apparently he's still running Olympic stuff and yeah, because these are the hurdles of life. Okay. Yeah. You have, you cannot live in a, in a negative mindset. And again, we've all been there, but the mm -hmm. more you start building this abundant mindset, the easier it is to get over these hurdles and these obstacles. So I'll definitely get you connected to my editor guy because I literally found him on Fiverr of all places. So amazing. Yeah, yeah. I hear that often. Yeah. And and I went through a couple different guys and then I found and this guy and he's fast. Yeah. He's fast. Perfect. Yeah. He doesn't speak a world of English. He can read English. I email him. So I, yeah. I, I know I'm not sure if I'm allowed to email him outside of Fiverr, but we do. Um, and I use Trello as a project management app to keep us in communication, but you don't have to do any of that. Like he's like, dude, just mm -hmm. submit everything. You can submit everything in fire if you wanted to. So, um, yeah. I'll definitely get you. Yes, that bien porque yo hablo español. Yeah. <laughs> I speak Spanish anyway. There you go. Yeah. I, I don't know what Bosnia, <laughs> I don't work. even know what Bosnian sounds like, but, um, yeah. he, I, yeah, I, I'm like, listen, yeah, I'm, that's right. I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Bolivia. Bolivia is the wrong one. I've been to Bolivia and Bosnia. I was just backwards. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, Bosnia no, this is Bosnia. Was, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's um, like, listen, like, he's like, um, I asked him, I was like, listen, I was like, I'd love to be able to promote what you're doing whether you want to stay on Fiverr or not as a platform, right? Cause it makes mm -hmm. it easy for him. I was like, Hey, what well, you should come on the podcast. And he wrote back saying, I can't speak English very well. And I was like, Oh, cause we've never actually had a yeah. phone call or anything or a webinar yeah. or a Skype call, nothing. It's all been electronic for over three months now. <laughs> and see, you know, that's the other amazing thing that I, you know, travel in the world is everywhere I've gone, pretty much everybody speaks English, mm -hmm. pretty much everybody. And it, it always aggravates me when I see an American in another country getting upset because the person that they're trying to have do business with, buy a coffee from or something like that, doesn't understand what they want and understand what they're saying. I'm like, dude, at least give it a try, yeah. you know, try to learn the language. And then chances are they'll start speaking English to you because at least you tried because yeah. many of them do speak English or Broken English, they can understand, they can get by. Yeah, I, have a, I mean, he, he, writes, me. he writes perfect English. That tells me if he can write it and type it, that means he understands it. And he probably has some broken English, but I think he just, I think he just doesn't want to go and do, try and do a full conversational podcast format because he's not that good at speaking mm -hmm. English. So I get that. Uh, and again, it's whatever he wants, man. I don't care. He's still kicking butt for me, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, so with, 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 your, with your podcast, for our listeners, again, guys, menofabundance.com. And clearly, you already hinted at your target audience, which is smart marketing, is men, all right? You have to really niche mm -hmm. yourself in the world today. So how how crazy – give me two examples because I, I haven't heard all of your episodes, but give me two examples of, the mo of two extremely different episodes that you've had on your show. Like opposites. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So wow, after a hundred ep episodes, um, I've had so many guys on. One of the one of the top 
one of the top downloads is, um, oh my goodness, now I'm not going to remember uh, his name. He's the, the, the Siberian immigrant and um, wow. Deuce, Deuce uh, Pesic, Deuce Pesic. And it, that conversation went on for almost two hours. Wow. He just, he just was so, I was so intrigued with his conversation, with this conversation. And it literally went on for two hours. I turned it into episode one and a two-part episode, a two-part uh, conversation. And episode one is the most downloaded. And he's this engineer and he's building these amazing, he's got this amazing, you know, big, hairy, audacious goal to build this amazing structure that's mobile for people to use. Like, for instance, they could use right now in Texas with the hurricane down there. Wow. And it just went on. I just so much in that conversation with mindset and his drive and everything. Wait, and are these I'll, those transforming shipping containers that transforms into buildings? Yeah. It's kind of like, it's like that. And what he's trying to do right now is get funding because his are, his are, I've seen so many like it because he posts on his website constantly all these different um, architectural structures that are just amazing. But he's got a concept that he's putting together specifically made of a specific material. And he's really working with all the right guys to get his, his uh, structures put out there. Hmm. Then in contrast, one of the recent conversations that I just had uh, was with a, a tax coach, a tax advisor, um, Craig Cody just recently posted. And so I get into the conversations about deep, deep mindset. I've had some guys that come on that take abundance to, you know, uh, uh, medical. We recently had uh, a pharmacist on the um, show. You, you recently had a, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, that would be Dr. Carson. Dr. Dr. Phil Carson. Phil Carson, Carson Natural. Yeah. Correct. Carson Natural. And introduced to you by, uh, I think it was Interview Valet. Yeah, and and, um, uh, and I've got his saliva testing kits just arrived, <laughs> so I'll be doing some awesome. uh, some uh, hormonal research with him on myself. Yeah, yeah. So we get into all kinds of stuff because, as it says on my site, and as I, my tagline is, you know, abundance and family, faith, finances, and fitness. So we touch on a lot of the different things, and I do niche down to specifically men. Ironically enough, based on my analytics about 38% of the people that visit my website are women. Hmm. Now, I don't know if they're looking for men of abundance or an abundance of men, but, <laughs> but I do know that they're listening. Or they're, they're trying to around. understand our crazy minds because we joke like around I that the that. ladies have a crazy mind. We have crazy minds mm -hmm. too. Let's we be do. real. We do. And I listen to a lot of the ladies shows too, so I can try to figure that out, but it's a tough, it's a, it's a tough thing to figure out. But um, I actually had one lady contact me and she said I want, she wanted me to uh, coach her husband and help her husband in this abundance mindset. And I said, well, well yeah, you can want that, that all you want. Like that. You can, yeah, you can want that all you want. He has to want that. Exactly. And I, and I think a lot of, I am not a, a guru when it comes to women, but I'm like, I think a lot of the ladies want to change us. And it's like, that's fine mm -hmm. if he wants to change with your goal. Or, or grow. I don't even want to say change, grow, mm -hmm. right? That's what we're talking about here is growing. That's what we're talking about. Personal growth, professional growth. You have to want it and you have to be willing to put in the work. If yeah, not, absolutely. That's know, exactly what I explained to her. I said, I, and I don't work and I could coach, you know, I have this guy, I know what I could do to coach you to help him, but that's not cool either because one, I'm not going to have a conversation with another man's wife 
about how to change him. That's not cool. That's just weird. Um, yeah, it's just <laughs> weird. Right. And I don't work with ladies anyway. I have my personal reasons for that. So, uh, yeah, it was, but I was honored and I said, you know, just keep listening to the show and maybe introduce it to him and have him reach out to me if he wants to. Nice. Nice. That's, it's, it's good. You can at least, I guess, point them in the right direction. I love the fact that she wants to see him grow. And, and I think that in the end, that's what all of our significant others want is they want the best for us, just like we want the best for them. So, but again, we have to all be willing and open in our mindset to really even start on that path. And I've had yeah. to teach people that about myself two years ago. Like I had to be <clears throat> willing to take that next step. If you're not, you're just gonna be slamming your head against the wall over and over again. Like <laughs> you're, you're not ready yet. <laughs> Just, yeah, like, just like our health and wellness people that we've helped, right? It's like if they haven't defined their why, if they haven't really stepped into owning where they're at today and mm -hmm. where they want to go tomorrow, I can't help you. I can give you the best supplements and the best systems to follow out there, but it's like you have to own that. I can't own yeah. that for you. Absolutely. And listen, man, um, that's why I'm so big on the mindset thing. And I know you are as well, because before I will work with anybody, whether it's health and fitness, it's mindset or, you know, living a life of abundance, you know, starting a side hustle, whatever it is that you want to do. Number one is the mindset. I got to know who you are and are you really committed to this? Because the thing that aggravates me more than anything when it comes to coaching or giving solicited advice to people because they ask for it. Otherwise I don't give advice. I just kind of let them do their thing is, are you going to do what I suggest you do, or at least going to give it a try? And I'm not talking about trying it for two or three days. I'm talking about truly getting in and giving it a try because I'm only suggesting this to you because I know where you're at in your life. And this is what I feel will help you hmm. get to where you want to go, enhancing your mindset. If you can't do that, if you can't make that first commitment, then we're just simply not going to work together because it's a waste of my time and it's a waste of your time. I'll direct you to somebody else who's willing to put in that kind of time. But I'm just not, I live an abundant lifestyle. I want to live with my family. I don't want to spend all my time with you. Right. I want to put you down the tr a track, have you do the work. I'm not doing the work for you. Uh, I think that's part of it is that people have to understand that if you're working with a coach, coaching in general, because I've been a coach in many, many roles over the years is exhausting mentally. Mm -hmm. um, so even as, as long as coaches. we're vested and you and I, people like you and I are, in, are invested yeah. in that, in that relationship. Yeah. So it is, it's it takes training. two, it takes two to tango, just like a relationship, mm -hmm. right? It's just a different kind of relationship. But part of that investment is that, okay, I'm willing to step up and be invested. You have to be too, because I'm going to burn the candle, so to speak at both ends. And we're going to go in on this and I'm going to potentially risk burning myself out trying to do the work for you like no it's not going to mm. work that way all right it's it can't and unfortunately i'm sure you've had that experience too where we've all made those mistakes right early mm. on you're excited to help people and you're just it's like you're spinning the wheel it's like you're on a hamster wheel you're not going anywhere <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah 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 and constantly reminding people hey did you do this did you do that where's your you know where's your pictures of your meal that you ate today where's your right. sweaty clothes on the floor you know it's like yeah, that's not the coaching gotta, people get from halfway. me. I'm like, I'm like, no. guys, like, I, I'm, nope. I'm not your mommy. I'm not your daddy. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, I'm here as a resource. I'm not here to hold your hand. Okay, right. there's accountability, mm -hmm. and I, I think that's like it, it, part of that big abundance piece is being accountable. Like, it's your life. 
Uh, the sooner, as soon as mm-hmm. you're ready to finally step up and say, I don't know everything. I want to know more, but I got to own that. I have to be accountable for me and I have to go yeah. in, all in on that. Right. If I want to be there. And I, that was part of my personal story with my whole fiance. It's like, we broke up like, and I've, I've mentioned this on a couple episodes. I was like, dude, we had a three month break and that technically should have ended. But after me trying, you know, pulling my head out of my ass and realizing that I've, you know, taken all these risks being the firefighter and everything else. And it's like, okay, well the one risk I never took was matters of the heart. I wasn't willing to open that up and let those walls come down and see what true abundance potential I had. Uh, by allowing the romance piece of my life to come into uh, into position, so it was like, whoa, that was life changing. <laughs> but it, yeah. t- it took a special girl for me to actually be willing to put that self work in. And over that next ninety days, and I'm still working on it. But back when that happened, over that ninety days, I went full immersion. I was downloading eBooks and electronic guides and visiting websites and like love guru crap. I mean, yeah, I was like, what am I doing? But I realized that that's how I attack stuff. Like okay, man, you realize that you're not doing this right. It's time to learn it, figure it out, and go all in. Because worst case scenario, you might not get this girl back, but you can't screw that up on the next time. Now, granted, mm-hmm. I got the girl back, so. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you, the thing about coaching is, and you just hit, really hit on it is, you don't need a coach to get information. Nope. The information's out there. I mean, you can- More now than Anywhere, ever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, from any number of podcasts to any number of YouTube videos- YouTube to University, articles, baby. blogs, you <laughs> name it. I mean, literally, people have, you know, we can go deep into that, but you get a coach for the accountability. You get a coach because they, they have that little bit extra understanding of what it is that you're doing. And they're there to hold you accountable. Yep. But at the same time, unless you're going to hire somebody to come live in your house, like have a Navy still come and live in your house and kick you out of bed every morning. You know, I would love to do that one of these days, actually. That'd be kind of fun. I I have a Navy (laughs) still lives right across the street from me, which we're always together. But, but to be that guy to be in somebody else's house and kick them out, I would love to be, I would love to be on that side of the, uh, I would love to video that. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if they did video that, um, you know who I'm talking about, right? They wrote a book about it. Um, God, no, I'm drawing a blank. Is Look. it one of those seal books? Was it actually yeah. a seal? I know. I think yeah, I know it was what you're a seal. talking about. Um, I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, and it's right on the tip of my tongue. Look, guys, if if it was kind of like a reality how, thing, wasn't it? it well, no. He he. They met at a. Uh, he saw. He first saw the guy, the seal at a run. They were doing this. 25 mile run or something like that and everybody else shows up with a big old team and this seal shows up with a lawn chair and a and a jar of peanut butter or something like that and he just runs and he freaking mac he just you know tears it up yeah and um i know his wife the 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 guy that hired him to come live with him for 30 days or whatever it was his wife is the uh, founder of spanx the oh um, wow uh she's i'm <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Look, guys, if <laughs> or to your listeners, you see how absent-minded I am. I can't always remember stuff. Whoa. I'm doing this stuff. I'm getting this done. And if I don't have it written down in front of me, that's what this is why I journal. 
this right here is why I journal so I can remember these conversations. But I talk all the time about the, there is a proven psychological connection of when you write things down physically, it improves memorization of the content versus yeah. just typing it out. Um, and obviously this, I haven't written it out yet. Well, it's not a big deal because it's all right, man, because the, the long story short on this one is, it's like, you and I have so much going on, right? That's the only, mm -hmm. we are, we have, we're exactly. reaching these new levels of abundance that we're trying to, you know, launch podcasts and grow the blog and grow the influence and help more people. So sometimes you're not going to know everything and that's okay. You're a human being. <laughs> yeah. And this is driving me crazy. So I'm going to look it up. Nice. It's, I think it was called living with a seal. Um, man, was that her perspective then? Hell, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even have my glasses on, but, um, this is driving me nuts that I, I can't remember this guy. There it is. Who do we got? So the Who name of the, yeah, there it is. Perfect. So the name of the book is called living with the seal 31 days of training. And Jesse Itzler is Jesse his name. Itzler. Jesse okay. Itzler. Look Cause I'm going to link this can, in the show notes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We're spending this time on it. I want to make sure this gets linked as Absolutely. a resource. It's and important. People could check this out. Yeah, it's important. I think it's important. Uh, it's a, it's a really good read. It's a really good book anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I just bring it up because I'd like to be the, on the seals guy, his side doing it. I don't know if they've recorded it, but he, that's what that book is written about his life living with this seal for 31 days. Nice. And he was already in good shape. He's already a go get this cat's already freaking super successful. Yeah. You have to admit to the, seal, to the, next level. the seal training is a different level of mindset development, right? Mm -hmm. Like everybody, you could be, a great athlete. Like I have, some people say I have a stronger mindset than most, but I guarantee you, I don't have the same mindset training that a seal goes through. That's different, right? Each of us have so many options to, to tap into. It's like, if you're connecting with a seal, then maybe you want to go check that, that piece out, right? Let's, let's, yeah. I'll make sure that's linked in the show notes because if somebody's like, man, I, I might want to learn from the seal. Maybe you want to go check that out. Uh, some people could care less. Maybe they don't like seals. Fine. Then go find a different influencer, a different uh, mindset coach or or piece or a blog or podcast. That's what we were talking about earlier, right? Like there's yeah. plenty of resources out there, guys. You don't have to feel like you're alone or you're lacking. Uh, the lacking or that scarcity mindset is just because you haven't opened yourself up to embrace the true potential of abundance by letting it all this new content into you. And you just have to be willing to at least get out of bed, maybe step over to the computer and log online and go to that wonderful site called Google and start searching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you know, with all the information, the other thing is you just have to experience and that's what, that's what he wanted to experience. He just wanted to experience that. Now I relate to it because I went through special forces selection and assessment many years ago when I was 23 and I got selected for special forces. And the thing that made the difference between you start out with some 250 guys. And I think like out of my class, like maybe 70 of us got selected to move on to the next level of the training. And the difference is you're standing there freezing cold, you know, out in the middle of North Carolina, rain coming down and you got guys that are super physically fit and you got guys that aren't super physically fit, but regardless, it's always the mindset. We had a guy who couldn't climb a rope to save his life. He ended up not getting selected, but he wouldn't quit. Hmm. He just wouldn't quit. And the guys who voluntarily withdraw, there's a difference between voluntarily withdrawing and just being told, you know, you're not making it. We're going to recycle you some sort of thing. But the guys that voluntarily withdraw from the, from the selection course, 
it's all it's all up here it's all in the mindset on one do they really want to do that and two can they endure the pain long enough to get through it Hmm. Uh, because it's extremely painful and you're getting like four four hours of sleep a night for 21 days and it's yeah it's it's all mindset 100 percent that's pretty powerful. But the experience of that, and that's why so many people like you, you got the Spartan people, so many people go out to do the Spartan race to challenge themselves physically mm-hmm. to get into it and to experience that. And, and then it's they the realize same in business it's actually more else. mental. It is. Yeah. It absolutely is. And it's the same in business. So many people have amazing business ideas and some way to help add value to somebody else's life. And oh, by the way, get paid for it. But they're so afraid to pull the trigger because of what others may think of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may not work and it may not work, but at least you'll learn something from it and you can tweak things a little bit. That's what I went through when I did the whole crazy hotshot thing a couple years back. Right. Like I was mm-hmm. like, I was worried about, Oh my God, like what's my resume going to look like? And I, I finally have my BS degree and like, I, but I'm in my thirties and what's this, what's that? And I'm like, no, what? No, I'm going for it, man. I'm going to go ser- serve with the, as a wildland firefighter, federal government. And let's see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're risking your life. It's not the same as the military. Although I have a couple of buddies of mine that were military and they're like, you're freaking crazy. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, you got shot at. And he's like, yeah, but you're trying to fight mother nature. I was like, okay, I guess I can understand that. I was like, but yeah, yeah, I yeah. still don't want to get shot at. <laughs> yeah, no, mad respect for firefighters, man, for sure. I got a buddy of mine who lives across the street from me. who's a retired firefighter. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, living a good life now. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure you saw on social media Yeah, yesterday. I had my annual, mm-hmm. uh, Charity workout, right? Yeah, so, yeah. This, mm-hmm. and that's, I only did it for two years, but it's now years later, and I can still at least give back to that community and still recognize the loss, you know, of the nineteen hotshots, the the fallen Granite Mountain hotshots from Arizona. So, and again, mm-hmm. you having living in Arizona, so like you and I have a weird inner inner connection there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but that's the whole point. It's like I teach people that too. It's like guys, like it's just a part of your life now, so just own it. And maybe I didn't turn into a career firefighter. But I can now fast forward to today and thanks to my other resources and life experiences, I can do other things. Like I know how to put together events and I'm well connected in the CrossFit community. So I could put together charity workouts and give back to Mm -hmm. the firefighting community. And now I feel good about that because I feel like I'm I'm tapping into more of a purpose. And that's pretty, that's for me pretty powerful. And I feel more abundant because I'm not making any money off of that. I'm investing my time into something worthwhile that's going to give back to something bigger than myself. And I get Mm -hmm. to bring other people along who maybe never even thought about doing it. But now it's like, hey, they showed up, you know, and they they put in the sweat literally (laughs) and donated the money and and their time, you know, to give back. And I think that's Mm -hmm. that part of that bigger picture that we all need to be getting ourselves uh, up to in life. Absolutely. Most definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm on Facebook this morning and a buddy of mine, an army buddy of mine, who's also retired, uh, is in Houston driving his big truck around picking up folks that are stranded, uh, because wow. of the floods out there. And, uh, he's still, we just, he's still got this huge sense of community, uh, to be up in the morning. You can see he's still, he's still got bedhead and sleepy eyes and all this stuff. Probably hadn't had a cup of coffee. What kind of trucks he driving around? He's got 18 wheels. No, it's a, it's actually a, a large Ford. He said it's a Ford. Um, it's not an F-150. It's a huge Ford pickup, but it's really big. Um, and he's got the, I think, the, I don't know if the exhaust is up higher or not, but I mean, he's rolling through 
Oh, he's got like two, a three foot of water. big modified customized trucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So he's yeah. got the lift on it, the bigger tires. He probably, yeah, I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. A lot of guys in Arizona yeah. have trucks like that. So, but that's cool. Yeah, he, and that's he, big in Texas too. Oh, you know, hey, it's like, you know, big, <laughs> everything's bigger in Texas, right? Well, at least take your big truck that you got right. and do something good with it. Yeah, that's pretty go cool. Do something with it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Really good guy. Yeah. And for our listeners right now, we're we're literally recording this like a day or two. I think there's a hurricane still happening. Like there's a huge hurricane that slammed into Texas over the past 48 hours. So yeah. Hurricane um, Harvey. Yeah. Is this this still, is it finally dissipating yet? I'm not sure. I haven't really checked the news feeds on that, but I know it was pretty hot and heavy last night. Yeah, I had a lot of friends of mine checking in, you know, doing that whole Facebook thing where you check in, say you're mm-hmm. safe. You yeah, know? yeah. So, I mean, again, we send our best to those people down there. And uh, obviously, a lot of people remember Katrina. So, these hurricanes are no joke. And really, this is the beginning of hurricane season. So, this is mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. interesting seeing something this massive, this large uh, hit this early in the season. So, but yeah. Uh, and all the way into Houston. Yeah, and that's pretty deep, right? Pretty inland. That came yeah. in hard. That came in fast. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty inland for for a storm. So, well, listen, I, Wally, you gave us so much time here today. I, I'm just honored to finally get you on, man. We've we've had so many circles of influence getting overlapped, and now I finally get to bring you to our, our audience and, and get the word about what you're doing with Men of Abundance. Again, to our listeners, menofabundance.com, guys. Uh, but if you've listened to the show before, you know that you're the co-host, sir, so you get the final words of the show. Um Everything you're doing, clearly we know that you're part of that bigger picture. Uh, but is there a message you wanted to leave behind to our listeners that if they forget everything else we said? And don't forget the website, guys. But, you know, here's here's what Wally – this is what Wally is doing. This is where he's moving forward. Yeah, absolutely, Scott. Look, first and foremost, I want to thank you for the opportunity to come on and speak with your listeners. I don't take that lightly. You you know, we're, we're very selective about who we're going to allow to, you know, get into the earbuds of our listeners. And I – Seriously, I appreciate that. But listen, I don't want to ever paint the picture that everything's perfect because crap happens. Um, Some of us talk more about it than others. uh, And it's all about how you talk about it. But every morning, what I do when I get up in the morning is regardless of what's going on in life, whether it's, you know, there's something going on horrendous in my life or whatever, I look in the mirror when I'm shaving, brushing my teeth. I just try to get a big smile on my face. You cannot be, it just changes your mood. When I walk through the door, when I come home, before I walk through the door, I know my little guy, seven-year-old, is going to run to the door. I kind of have this little ritual thing, kind of like, you know, ranger thing. You tap tap the ranger tab. I'm not a ranger, but I just grew up in the 82nd Airborne Division, stuff like that. I tap the door, and I just put a smile on my face. I say, I'm home. Be home. Um, Like I said, stuff happens, but just remember, we live in amazing times. We live in a very, very abundant world right now we are safer than we've ever been in history regardless of what you see on the news Mm -hmm. look at the data look at the statistics you know there we're living longer than we used to and there's you know there's a lot of reasons for that and there's other countries that live even longer than we do much longer than we do as americans but just realize there's so much out there and as soon as you make that realization and see how much you have in your life and i don't like people say well somebody's got it worse well If that's the case, then reach out to them because there's something about helping other people, whether you're making money from it or not. And it's okay to make money when you're helping other people. Um, It's just an amazing feeling. And I always say, you know, no matter what you do, people help other people. It's always going to come back to you. It's a cliche. People say it all the time, but I'm living proof. I'm telling you right now, when you have an abundance mindset 
and you project that out to other people, you're just really changing your personality, your, your, your person, who you are, and you're helping somebody else. Uh, you know, there's so we can go on and on about this whole abundance thing. I appreciate you, Scott. I love what you got going on. I dig listening to all of your, um, you go very, very deep into your health and fitness, into what you consume and what you don't consume. And I just love eating that stuff up. Well, like I said earlier, I mean, you being a fellow podcaster, sir, thank you for those words. You and I are both just trying to grow a bigger message, get through to more people and hopefully change some lives along the way for the better. Right. So to our listeners, guys, and hang tight, I'll give you a proper goodbye off the air. Guys, that is Wally Carmichael, menofabundance.com, okay? I can't say it any better than what he's already said it, all right? Keep building the mindset. Get to that level of abundance because it is limitless. You can keep going with it. It is unlimited. So again, to our listeners, guys, that's another Live the Fuel show. So Wally Carmichael, menofabundance.com, he is truly living the fired up epic life. Talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel fans. Quick commercial break. Uh, before we close out the episode, just wanted to give you some extra tips and tricks before we send you on your way. So again, thank you again for listening to the Live the Fuel show. I hope you got a lot out of this recent episode. Uh, more importantly, please subscribe to this show if you haven't subscribed yet. Stay in touch. Get me some feedback. Submit a review on iTunes or Stitcher and get us yet the voice of you, the listener, so we can build this content back into the show and make sure that I'm actually taking you, the listener, into this uh, design and future as Live the Fuel grows. So again, subscribe, submit a review, stay in touch. Heck, on that point, go visit livethefueltank.com. Livethefueltank.com. That will take you to the link to our private Facebook group community where you can join and I can stay more in touch with you going forward outside of the podcast world. All right, last quick little piece here for you guys, some extra value. One, Go to livethefuel.com main page. You'll see on there we have our free resources guide. If you are looking for free content and not having to pay for it, consider getting on my email list. You click on the button, send me my copy, get your Super 7's resources guide. There's over 21 of my favorite online resources that I built into this little uh, electronic guide for you guys. There's no cost. It'll just be emailed to you just by hopping on my email. Again, just thank you for listening. I want to give you some value. Uh, Second piece of my little extra nuggets of knowledge, if you want to call it this, is go to the resources section on the site. In there, I have three columns, health, business, lifestyle, and two, right off the bat that I want to make sure you guys are taking advantage of is number one, eatpillynuts.com, and number two, villacapelli.com. Their logos are on the site. You got a big bowl of nuts there, and you got a cool big V Power V logo. Both of those, if you use the discount code FUEL, F-U-E-L, you will get 10% off at checkout. So take advantage of that, please, and thank you. And more importantly, there's other companies linked on there. Uh, My nutritional and health alignment with Isogenics since 2010. Uh, The Pure Vitamin Club company for their kick-ass magnesium B12 and an awesome multi-cap. There's some additional business resources on there. Number one, Singularis IT. I go mountain biking and road cycling with the founder. This is a legitimate IT company. I don't care where you are in the world. You can use their services. We're talking about serious white glove level services. I've moved all of my IT solutions over to them, and I outsource them regularly for any future and onboarding clients down the road. And lastly, but not leastly, David Studio. If you have no clue who this guy is, guess what? He is my new audio engineer. This is the guy I've been having making it happen behind the scenes. I found him through the Fiverr world. So if you search for David 
D-A-V-I-D studio on Fiverr, you can track this guy down. But guess what? He's also on the Upwork platform. He's on the People Per Hour platform. You can search for him through his real name. I've never literally physically met this guy or talked to him in person. We have been just met through the online world. But if you search for E-M-I-N, that's I believe pronounced Emin, and uh, Fikik, which is F as in Frank, I-K-I-C, you can search for him in Upwork people per hour or more importantly just go to fiverr like i did but if you are a podcaster or somebody just looking to get quality audio engineering this is your guy so again guys i'll let you get back to your day thanks again for listening to live the fuel we'll talk to you guys again soon thank you for listening to live the fuel visit us at livethefuel.com stay connected on facebook twitter instagram and more at live the fuel live the fired up epic life hashtag live the fuel